Hello and welcome to episode 199 of the Enough Podcast. My name, <laughs> That's my, some pressure. <laughs> my name is Mike Hurley and I am joined as always, as I have been on the previous 198 episodes. Well, I think I've been on 196 of them, but on all 199 episodes has been Mr. Patrick Rowan. It has been. It has been every single one of those, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I've probably done something like 196, 197 of them. So I took a couple of holidays, but you sir, yeah, have never yeah. taken a holiday from this show. Maybe I should. Maybe, maybe. Oh, that would be cool. Who would we get to no. like, stand in for me for episode two hundred? Wouldn't that be great? No, that'd be terrible. <laughs> you have to be on your two hundredth episode. That would be awesome to actually have someone else stand in for 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 me. Who 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 would we get? Who would do that? I don't think there is anybody that could, could that could even come close to you. Oh, there's plenty of people who could fill my shoes. No, um, you have big feet. <laughs> I do have big feet, actually. There you go, see? Not many people could fill your shoes. Did you know I have two different sized feet? I didn't know that. We discussed that. I thought maybe we... I, no, I think we did discuss that. We discussed really? that like back when uh, the couple of shows or whatever that I've done about like barefoot running and vibrams and oh, stuff like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure we did. Yeah, I'm sure we did. And, and I, I mentioned that the reason why those five-figure vibram shoes don't really work for me is because I have two completely different size feet. I mean, they're a full, a full size difference. Um. Which I guess, from my understanding, is not that unusual. Hmm. Um, uh, I also am one of those people that can taste the uh, chemical tastes in cilantro as well, for what it's worth. Maybe it's, there's some correlation there. That's so right. how are you, Michael? Yeah, I'm good. I'm having a really interesting week. Mm. And it's only Tuesday. Yeah, see, th- these are the weeks. These are the the ones to remember. So I've I mean, got a super compacted work week because I'm 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 we've got two days out to make one for one meeting. What? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I have to travel across the country for a meeting on Friday, so I have so all of most of Thursday and a big chunk of Friday is traveling because I have Gosh. to fa- I have to FaceTime this meeting as in face to face. Wow! To, so to repair a client relationship, is this in Sheffield or something? Where, where is this? I'm going to Glasgow. Oh, Glasgow! That's a, that's a twenty minute plane hop. That's a it's what? an hour and ten minutes on the plane. <laughs> and, hour and ten, okay. and it takes me two hours to get to the airport. But England's just an island. You you drive across in an hour and a half, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say to you. <laughs> I mean, it can't be much bigger than Hawaii. It is, I okay. think. Well, it, at least it feels it is. Um, not that I've ever been to Hawaii. I would love to go to Hawaii. Yeah, but yeah, so I've got that. So I'm only in the office Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and that you know, kind of throws, throws me out. It means that... No matter what else happens this week, I have to do all of my recordings these days, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Basically, five pounds of muck in a two-pound bag. Yep, and say. have to try and squeeze the news in in strange times and places in the wow. daily news show that I do. So, uh, 
Yeah, that that would be interesting. I'll probably do a really early show on Thursday and a really late show on Friday. To come How's that been going, the news? I enjoy it, you know. It's, a very, yeah. it's very interesting. I feel like I know a lot more about the world and technology because um, mm-hmm. I'm actually paying attention to finding little stories or um, just, you know, reading the ones that the, the 5x5 team find for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is not as difficult as I thought it would be. Um, I haven't had any negative comments, which surprises me, because mm. I've had, and, and you know, maybe every day I get a couple of people tell me that they enjoy it or, you know, respond to feedback. I have had um, a disaster or two <laughs> to already report, which is uh, which is interesting. I didn't really know what to do with the Boston stuff. Well, and especially because your take on it. I mean, despite the fact that you're doing this for, you know, on, you know, an American podcasting network, I mean, your your take on it is still that of a, I, I hate to say, of an outsider, right? Yeah. Yep. And I mean, he, here in America, it feels, you know, these things, especially since 9-11, and especially because we don't necessarily have a lot of these things occur on our soil, despite... Uh, appearances to the contrary they you know it feels like it's an it's an affront it's an attack on all of us you I know think most western civilizations react or would react um in the way that america reacted so if that happened on sunday past at the marathon here it would have been very similar you know yeah because yeah. it's uh it, it is You've been infiltrated. Yeah. Point. And that's well, a very different different feeling for us because we are very safe, a, a lot safer than a, than a lot of the world. Right, exactly. You know, I've, I've got a, you know, uh, I've got a friend who is, you know, Israeli by, by birth. He lives here now, but um, he actually lives in Boston, um, in the Boston area. Um, but... Um, uh, but I mean, that's the the point that he made, and I saw several other people make it on Twitter, which was, "Yeah, welcome to Israel, welcome to Syria, welcome to you know this is how this is how it feels for us every single day, right?" Yeah, uh, and see, that's yeah. one of the interesting things, right? Is then there's this bit in the back of my head is like, why aren't you reporting on Syria every day? Um, so I was trying to think, what do I do then? You know, what what what. How do I do this? And basically, the stories that I picked um, or that the guys picked for me and the ones that I chose to read were mm-hmm. ones that had a te- te- technology angle to them. Mm-hmm. So whether that be talking about face detection or talking about what Reddit was doing or mm-hmm. what the people mm-hmm. on Reddit were doing, mm-hmm. so finding a way to link it. But then I felt like I couldn't ignore it mm-hmm. because... The sh- in the show's sort of intro, I say it's the only news that matters. So, kind of have to talk about it. But then it's interesting because the way that I look at it is, and the way that I will probably continue to do this in the future, if there is an event, no matter what that event is, that consumes social media mm-hmm. in the way that the Boston Marathon and everything surrounding it did. Mm-hmm. I will most likely cover it on the show. That is that is how I came to 
came to that uh, conclusion. Yeah, I, I think that's perfectly fair, right? I, I, how could you ignore it? And and it's you know certainly interesting. And they're coming for you now, Michael. I know. Uh, I said the wrong thing. You said the wrong thing. That's how it works here. Um, <clears throat> the um, you know the interesting thing, of course, is that the, all of this stuff increasingly has this technology angle to it, right? I mean, the, the you know the the protests in Iran were all about you know how they were leveraging Twitter and other quick communication tools to organize themselves and things like that. You know, same thing with Syria. Same thing with you know with um, you know Arab Spring in general and Egypt and you know. Uh, a lot of the news about what was going on in Cyprus was coming out and sneaking out over over social media and and, and because you know technology makes us so globally close as it were yeah it's a real interesting balance to try and find like it's it's a very difficult line and mm-hmm. and, and I think it's just one of those things that I'm going to try and see how I go as I go because I wasn't initially sure what to do because um, mm-hmm. the, the 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 bombing happened after the news was recorded, um, so mm-hmm. I had the evening to think about what I would report. And then on that episode, um, I kind of put it to the listeners and was like, "Do you want to hear this?" Um, and there were a handful of people that said yes, and nobody said no. Mm-hmm. So I can only assume that people kind of want to hear it. And I've had a lot of people uh, very kindly saying that they thought that I dealt with the situation from a reporting standpoint well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting, a very interesting, especially for someone who, as I have said and continue to say, I avoid the news, um, mm-hmm. like the actual this is the world news, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't like to to feel scared and <laughs> yeah. safe. Um, I was, for a couple of weeks, totally wrapped and consumed by what was going on in Korea because I, yeah. was, I was scared yeah. um, and am uneasy and find it very uneasy. Um, not just, f- not, not scared for my own life, but scared for other people and what could happen, you know, um, and, and you know, so I don't like to really concentrate on those things. So I'm not really talking about you know those sorts of things, these long running, overarching things. Um, it's interesting. I'm just trying to I'm trying to find the balance for something that is quite new for me. Mm. But it's interesting. Mm. It is interesting. I am really starting to appreciate how many things happen in technology every day. Oh, unbelievable! Even on the. Yeah, even on the quiet days. Today was a quiet day. Why would you announce anything, or talk, or, you know, on on uh, Apple earnings day? Mm-hmm. But I still had like ten stories. Yeah, um, and I whittled that down from about twenty. Um, there are always things to talk about. There are yeah. there are a lot of recurring stories. I'm noticing that. So talking about um, the proposed internet sales tax, I've been talking about that. F- uh, probably I've spoken about it today and yesterday and a bit last week. So mm-hmm. there's new stories and as they develop and unfold, um, it's very interesting actually, and I'm enjoying it as maybe you can tell a lot mm-hmm. more than I thought I was going to. I didn't think I would not enjoy it, but I thought that it would be like a a little thing that I do every day, and it was part of my routine now. Um, and I kind of also see it as a way to warm up my voice. 
mm-hmm. um, for anything else that I'm doing um, later yeah. in the day. Um, and it gives a structure, but I'm actually looking forward to doing it. So, and I've been do- I, I guess I've been doing it for about two weeks, and uh, it's it's good. It's good. two two three weeks. It's it's good fun. Yeah. Well, I, I like that idea about you know warming up your your voice with this short thing to go on and do other things. It's something I've I think I've talked about here before. I I know I've talked about it for sure on, uh, you know, other places before. But I mean, I do this often, right? Sometimes I, you know, uh, I did it just just this morning. This morning, I sat down. I was going to write up another chapter for the uh, for the uh, Apple Consulting Mineral Guide, um, which, uh, by the way, people should should get if they're at all interested in uh, in going into Mac Consulting. Um, so I was going to write another chapter for that. I sat down. And I started to write it, and it just wasn't coming out right. And it just you know it fits and starts and stuff like that. And the best thing you can do in those cases. Well, there's several good, great things you can do, but uh, walking away, just, you know, if something's not coming, leave it alone. Leave it alone for a while. Come back to it. You're not ready for it. You're not ready to write it. And what I did was I wrote up uh, some client notes for my client visit yesterday. And just the very act of kind of writing up those client notes and getting my fingers warmed up allows me to to write something else. Sometimes I write an answer email in order to warm myself up for writing a post for my website and vice versa, right? Sometimes I'll write the post in order to warm myself up for all of this email I have to respond to. Um, So what you said about recording this short thing in order to warm yourself up for the many other larger things that you have to do throughout the day um, resonates with me. It's good. It's interesting. And uh, yeah, and it helps. It also just warms my technique up as opposed to my actual um, vocal cords, you know. And it yeah. just sets me in the mindset, right? This is time to record now. Not that I've really had an issue with that, but it's nice to have it. The other thing yeah. that I've had this week, which has made this week really strange, is blogging, mm-hmm. which is not. Me and blogging have a very weird um, <laughs> love affair. Mm-hmm. Um, she on is a, again, off again. She yeah. is a cruel mistress, and we have been on again and off again for many years, for many more years than I have been podcasting. And even since, I have I have a blog at mikehurley.net, um, which I've put a couple of things on. Um, and you will see, if you look at it, you will see that there will always be spurts of maybe a few weeks, maybe a couple of months, where there's quite frequent posting. Mm-hmm. This week, I offered um, to one of my best friends in the entire world, Mr. Stephen Hackett, as he is taking a very much-needed break, um, which was provided by the Make-A-Wish Foundation for him and his family, which is um, an incredible, incredible thing. Yeah, uh, just uh, and I, I just want to want to say for anyone who's not aware, um, especially a lot of our international listeners, uh, Make a Wish is an amazing organization. I mean, it just it just plain is. Here's what they do: they grant wishes to children with serious, chronic, and terminally um, uh, terminal illnesses. 
they grant their wishes, like any wish, like no wish is too big to grant, right? <laughs> like, you know, everything from I want to meet the Queen of England to, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, go to the zoo with, uh, I don't know, with with the Powerpuff Girls. I mean, th- they do it, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, they figure out how to do it and, and, and they do it. Um, and, uh, like I said, I, I can't imagine a better organization to support, to throw money at, um, to do whatever it takes to to. Cause how how wonderful is that? Yep, and they are at Disney this week, which is amazing. Yep, uh, Disney World, right? Yep, and I've been talking to Stephen, and he's and I can't remember him being as relaxed as he is right now, just through yeah. talking to him, which is very good because he is probably. The hardest working person that I know. Yeah, um, yeah, he, he he works his tail off. He does. And so well, he and and uh, yeah, I know people are tired of hearing me talk about Disney, but gosh, if you want a place that is going to put you at ease with ultimate just just reassurance and comfort and service at every level. Disney World is the place to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even imagine what it's like to go there. Uh, courtesy of Make a Wish because they have very they have very special relationship with Disney. Yeah, I'm sure they like, get them taken care. Disney of. rolls out the red carpet for everybody, but for the Make a Wish families, they go ab- above and beyond. I mean, your your experience at Disney as a Make a Wish family is like nothing that any other visitor receives. Yep, I'm sure he'll have an awesome post or two, and we'll yeah. probably talk about it on the show. So. Um, he has filled in for me maybe two or three times for me to take vacations. Yeah. So it was for me, like I didn't expect any other way than to help him, you know? Um, so I, I've taken over the, I, I have along with a couple of others, even though I think only I've posted so far. <laughs> no, I'm, that that make, that scares me because I know that my stuff's about to get blown out of the water, like at any moment. Um, <laughs> uh, I've we've taken over posting duties over at Five Twelve for him, Five Twelve Pixels dot net, and also I'm going to be joined by Sean Blanc for the Five Twelve podcast this week, which I'm very excited about, which we'll be recording tomorrow because that Sean, should be really good. Sean is the most charming and dashing man on the planet. Um, He's so good looking. He's mm-hmm. so cute. He he is. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even. You know. I don't swing that way. But Sean, if come you on. did, <laughs> come on. Now. That's that's a no brainer right there, right? He's. A, I'm. I'm very much. I always enjoy talking to Sean. So we'll we'll be talking this week. But anyway, blogging and me is very strange. Um, I I write a lot for a living now as i do a lot of copywriting so i i don't think i'm a bad writer i'm not the best i mean you know i have i think it's a a bad thing um being friends with so many amazing writers now um because i thought i was a much better writer until i met you lot um, but I don't think I'm bad. I think I can string some sentences together. I think you're a perfectly fine writer, Michael. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to be to be humble. Like I think that that I am maybe better than a lot of people. But I'm you're nowhere, better than a lot of people. I'm nowhere near, in my opinion, the standard of a lot of you guys. You know, like the read and trust folk. Um, uh, but anyway, I, 
anyway. well, for, for one thing, that has a lot to do with just practice, right? It's yeah. not something that you do a whole lot of f- in this context. I know you do a fair amount of it for work, right? Yeah, but it's a totally different type of writing. Completely different type of writing. And, and you know, and so a big part of it is just sitting down and doing it. You know, I'm, an, I'm, I'm a demonstrably better writer than I was uh, before I started uh, writing for my website daily, right? I, I think I've improved tenfold in the past two weeks because I've literally been writing almost nonstop. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm not when I'm not out at a client's working and I'm not spending time with my family, I'm writing. That's what I've been doing. You know, I've essentially been writing the equivalent of two to three posts a day, long form, you know, probably a good 2000 to 3000 words a day. I'm, I'm putting out right now, which is an incredible amount of practice. Yes. And then that, you know, down to my point, which is, it's just a matter of practice. It's and you, you, have not practiced a whole lot yeah. as of late. Exactly. Um, so. It's just strange. I mean, I find it very strange. It's why, like, so I put put an article out that I had spent some time on, um, which I was quite proud of, really. It was really good. Thank you. Um, and it was just talking about uh, one of the, the biggest things that I've learned in the last three years of podcasting and how I've, it's been able to stop me from losing my mind. And I'll put that in the, in the show notes. It's yeah. Called, it's, it's called why I stopped caring about the numbers. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, talking about statistics and, and why they were driving me insane. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I put it out there and I had a lot of people, um, saying nice things, but anytime there was a spelling error, I felt like my world crumbled in around me oh i know but i don't have, know why i visited my way. website i oh know they're everywhere i spot them <laughs> but it was like and you know what it is is i am very used to now creating things content and putting them out into the world i am very used to that i do it i put many hours if you were to transcribe it thousands and thousands of words a week I put out into the world. Mm. So I'm very used to that, but mm-hmm. nobody corrects me meticulously because people don't do that. You get corrected if you say something really wrong. But if I say, I'm trying to think of a way to screw up a sentence. So if I, I don't know, if I crew up a sentence, okay, so mm-hmm. I drop the S there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure people will now, but nobody would have contacted me and said you you misspelt, you misspoke that word yeah, in that yeah. sentence. You misspoke yeah, that. It is interesting, and you should change that. Or, um, our good friend Mr. Longstride of Sweating Commas um, said that, that he picked out a, a spelling error and said it was a very strange spelling error because the phrase that I I basically said stream of conscience and not stream of consciousness. And I always thought the term was stream of conscience. But anyway... Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I just had always said it wrong. So, as is with me, and people say that they think this is a good thing, but I think it's just me, I, because I'm used to it, I write how I speak, because mm-hmm. I have a voice, I guess, that I use, so I just write that. Yeah. Um, and that was like, 
very embarrassing. I was very embarrassed by it. And it was like a very strange... Like, he didn't do anything wrong. He was just pointing it out, as people do. And it's, Mm. you know, that's just the way that that writing is. But I'm not used to that. People don't do that to me usually. It feels very weird. Um, And also, as well, if I write something and put it on MikeHurley.net... Nobody goes there because there's, there isn't frequent stuff. People go there every day if they search for me. So there's always a few people there. But there's not thousands of people. Thousands of people go to Stephen's website, and that yeah. terrifies me. Hmm. Even though hmm. I'm sure that you know, there are um, peop- you know, some of our shows come close to his readership. Or maybe oh, I would imagine than. so, yeah. Um, it's again. It's so different because they don't really correct me on those little on the, on the minutia, and that is a thing that is different for me. So it's like you know, imagine, imagine go. You know, you are Joe Blogs, and you go start a Squarespace site, and you you set up a blog, and your first post is read by fifteen thousand people. That's quite daunting. Right, yeah. it, it is. It is daunting, I think. Um, and uh, you know, you you might not feel that because you're used to that. But for, for me, that's that's very different. I, it's just a very, it's just something I'm quite insecure about, especially because I I do operate in a world full of writers. I mean, I am a podcaster in a, in a world of writers. Yeah, um, that is because everybody wants to be a writer and I've commented this on a few times. I find it strange that everybody wants to write, um, on the internet that so many people want to write on the internet and, and it doesn't make sense to me because I found my thing. I want, I did want to write. I was one of those people, but I think podcasting is much more fun. Uh, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, for some people, video is that thing, right? Exactly. You know, everybody has their duck. I mean, the, the fact is, is that, the internet is ultimately about communication, um, no matter what we're talking about. However, that communication happens, whether it happens visually, whether it happens artistically, whether it happens directly through through speaking or writing or video or what have you. I mean, it's it's a communication platform. It's a communication medium. It's it's been that from the beginning. That's how it was conceived, and that's how it is today. Um, and I think that um, in order to participate, everyone has to uh, participate in at least one way method of communication or another, right? Um, and it just so happens that writing, uh, you know, even at 140 characters at a time, um, is the one thing that most of us in the you know, modern connected world know how to do. Um, I think it will be very interesting when we start to see how, how those without the same level of literacy and competency start to use and embrace the internet as connection becomes ubiquitous and and cheap. And by ubiquitous and cheap, I mean, you know, tribes in sub-Saharan Africa, you know, yeah, out like in the middle the, the, of... When it has to be minimally cheap. 
right yeah like, and, you know. and ridiculously ubiquitous yes yeah, yeah you know um, and and whether or not you know you know there will be a you know a a twitter for video or a twitter for for voice for those people that can't even put two letters together if that makes sense i mean because the, the that does account for a too large a majority of the world, right? I wouldn't say majority. A too large um, piece section piece of the world, right? Um, where there effectively is no real reading and writing skill. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll it'll just be interesting going forward. I agree. You know, that said, I mean, just. If I could say anything at all, and this is as much a message for you, Michael, as is for everyone else out there listening, is that all of us make spelling errors. I can't tell you how many errors I correct after after publishing a post. And not just ones that people point out to me, yeah, but yeah. ones I see myself. I've discussed this before where I just do not see certain certain spelling errors, certain dropped letters, um, that sort of thing. I cannot see them until they're published. And even then, I may read over it a thousand times and not see them. I just had one yep. um, just yesterday with my post about uh, about getting paid where uh, I – I used hour instead of year and talking about, you know, someone who's, you know, making $100,000 an hour. An hour <laughs> is probably pretty comfortable. And yes, yeah. they would be. Yes, they would definitely. <laughs> They'd definitely be very comfortable. But no, I meant year. I mean, so, I mean, I do things like that all the time. It's okay. Um, and uh, not to sweat it too much. Yeah, like I did the same. I just published a quick link piece and I read it twice before I published it and then after I published it, read it twice and corrected two different errors on on each reading. It's very strange. So I suppose we probably have someone we gotta we gotta thank here. Right? Yeah, we should do that. We should uh we should definitely thank our lovely sponsors over at Squarespace.com. If you are not as terrified as me to start a blog <laughs> then uh, maybe Squarespace can give you... They definitely can, but maybe you should take a look at them because they give you absolutely everything you need to make an amazing website. They provide you with hosting. They have great design. They have beautiful templates, which you can enable onto any Squarespace site. They have... um, If you get linked to by a big site, you know, a site like Patrick's, um, like Minimal Mac or something like that, they have great scaling so your site doesn't slow down, doesn't go down. They have integration with social services like Twitter and Facebook. They have great page-building tools like Layout Engine, which allow you to create custom layouts in seconds. If you have people coming to your site, and the reason that I know that people go to MikeHurley.net is because of the built-in statistics and analytics on my Squarespace site there. And I can view these on my iOS and Android apps, as well as post on the go from them too. 
You can import content from your current blog if you have one, and you can easily set up um, the sharing with social media accounts. So if you post a new article, you can have it tweet for you, which is very good. Uh, 24-7 customer support, live online workshops as well to help you learn everything you need about Squarespace. And if you have any questions, you can contact those methods. They also have Squarespace Commerce, where you can add a fully integrated store. So if you want to sell something online, you can add a fully integrated store into your website, instantly start accepting payments. You can uh, manage your inventory, process customer orders, and much, much more in their great Squarespace commerce features. I want you to go and check this out and find out more at squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels where you can sign up for a free trial. Squarespace plans start at $10 a month for their standard plan and $20 a month for a limited plan. If you sign up for a year, you'll get 20% off. If you sign up for two years, you'll get 25% off if you pay up front. And use the code 70 decibels for... 70 decibels and the number four for 10% off your first order on top of any other purchase. So go check out Squarespace, everything you need to make an amazing website. Yeah. So the big 200 next week. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I, I've, I've got to warn folks, we literally have nothing planned for for 200. No, I mean, we did a big 100 episode. Um, huh. I, I guess that, we'll, I don't know, what you, we'll just... I don't know. We, yeah. Maybe... Maybe this. Uh, so, uh, I, don't worry. I've got I've got a couple of ideas. Okay. I've got I will a have faith in you. Okay. So we'll 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 figure something out. So, shall all right. Tell people where well, to go to find you. Yeah. Cool. So folks can find me uh, at uh, patrickrone dot com. Uh, can email me at patrick at patrickrone dot com. I'm Patrick Rone on just about every network you can think of. Uh, I, I've got to give a plug again. Hey, if you are at all interested in being an Apple consultant, nay, uh, any freelance business, because most of, I would say 95% of what I write about, uh, in my latest, uh, little minimal guide, uh, is applicable to any freelance business. Uh, I plan to be writing even more on this in the future. I'm kind of writing a much higher level book about uh, about this right now. Um, but the bottom line is this. As I said on last week's show, now is the perfect time. If you are considering becoming um, a business of one, uh, a freelancer, um, not have to work for the man, I couldn't more highly recommend my cheap at any price Yet only five dollars, uh, minimal guide uh, for uh, uh, for for to take a look at, and like I've said, it's a living guide um, where one can can uh, download it and have it to read. And I'm not done writing it. So as I write no more chapters, I release those, and you can download the new version. It's it's uh, it's a it's a great thing. And five bucks gets you that, gets you everything. Uh, we'll get you the book until I finally finish it, which I don't know when that'll happen. Um, I keep finding things to say. So, uh, and Michael, what about you? I am I Mike I M Y K E on app.net and twitter um i don't have anything to sell but if you are um if you are a fan of the music of mr jonathan colton then you will want to check out command space this week because he will be my guest 
Yeah. Which yeah, I cannot fan, even fantastic. begin to explain how much that scares me. But that, <laughs> that is something else, um, totally different, because I am a huge fan of his music. Yeah. Um, and as when I interviewed Jonathan Roderick, who is a, I'm also a huge fan of Mr. John Roderick of The Long Winters, um, it's very different talking to a musician rather than a geeky nerd nerd. Yeah. Um, it's just different, even though they are both geeky people, and it's why, you know, they, they will come on my show. Um, I've seen Jonathan Colton play in concert. So that is different. Yeah, I have yeah. sat in a, in a cathedral, a church. Oh, it's not yeah. cath- I've sat in a church and saw him play a gig in front of however many people were there and yeah that's very strange and i've sung loudly to his music uh, so very 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 excited about that and i hope that it goes well and of course you know as we discussed earlier you're on every day uh, on on the news yep uh, these days, so you should, people should tune in and check that out yep. if they want a a quick little audio uh, recap of uh, the latest uh, technology news daily uh, in their uh, podcast inboxes. Uh, that's the place to go and get your quick fix. It's perfect for those of us with very short commutes, yeah. like mine up the uh, up the two flights of stairs. Um, I can usually uh, start at the beginning and the bottom of the stairs. By the time I get to the top, it's nearly done. So Between 5 and 10 minutes every day, go. and you can yeah. find that at 5x5.tv forward slash the news. All right. No, so you said you news. had nothing to sell, and there you go. You just sold news. two things. 5x5.tv forward slash news, not the news. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week for the illustrious 200th episode. Um, we will. Thanks, Pat. Thank you, sir. We'll chat later. Cheers. Cheers.